Hello listeners, this is the Big Mouth Barber again and here I am to talk to you about my mum. Well, my mum was beautiful. She passed away. She was 39 when she actually died. Very young, I know. But up till the age of 39, I would say she had a fruitful life. She looked after me, my brother, my two sisters, and she did a good job. No two ways about it. One of the nicest mums, very funny, very caring. But she had some funny ways about her as well. She really did. I mean, when she used to get drunk, which she did, she was always, always funny. Always funny. But sometimes embarrassingly funny. You know, you'd be out and about and she'd say, Oh, Martin, come here. This is my son. Oh, Kevin, he's my little baby. Oh, I love him. And we had to put up with that for a long time. But we didn't mind because she was what she was. And we know, we did, we lived in Leeds. And Leeds at that time in the 80s, like most families, everyone was skint. No one had any money. No one had any food. Was forever getting told to go down to see the next door neighbour and go ask them if they can have some sugar. Go ask them if you can have some milk. Go ask them if you can have some bread for some toast. Tell her we'll pay them back tomorrow. You know, it was all that, all that sort of stuff. And we did it. We went along with it. And mum, you know, she was married obviously to my father and um, quite turbulent, I think, for want of a better word. And she did the right thing. Well, I mean, I couldn't see it at the time, but she moved us away from Leeds. We then settled in Devon. And when we got to Devon, you know, well, I didn't want to be here for sure. I was kicking and screaming, kicking and screaming. Didn't want to be here. But over the years, this place, Devon, if you like, wore me down. And now I I wouldn't change it for nothing. And I've got to thank my mother for that. And unfortunately, like I say, she died at a young age. She died at the age of 39. And I suppose her and three, four kids, she had to set up on her own, move us down to a different part of the world, if you like, you know, from what she were used to. I mean, what she were used to was what we was used to. You know, rough, kids everywhere, dogs, packs of dogs, cars smashed up, windows boarded up. And when she moved us down here, we was like, whoa, it was like paradise. I remember the first time I come down on a train and I seen palm trees. I'd never seen a palm tree in my life. I think even the adverts at that time didn't show palm trees. So she had to make a new start. And, and fair play to her, you know. But some of the old habits just wouldn't go. She wouldn't go. I mean, well, I mean, I wouldn't recommend this, but... When she was skint, and believe me, that was a lot, she'd have us out shoplifting. Not us personally, not us, but she would do it. And we always knew, and it was a case of who was going with her, but we always knew when mum was on the on the lift because she'd say, right, cafe, 
or Teresa or Kevin or, or me, Martin, we, we're going shopping, get that blue bag. Well, every one of us dreaded the blue bag. I mean, the blue bag was, it, it was a beach bag, you know, the big old, the, the big old uh, plastic ones, like a, like a washing bag, you know, you do your laundry. And if she said your name and you got that bag, then you knew that you was going out with her and she was going to do some shoplifting. And when I say shoplifting, she wasn't doing it because of she was greedy and she wanted to take things from a shop. She did that to feed us because, like I say, she had no money and it was a case of do or die. And people will say, how did your mum do that? Why did you, what, what, what was your mum thinking? Well, sad to say, but it was a different era. You know, anyone from the 90s, the noughties, right up to present day, it all, oh, that's disgusting, we can't do that. Oh, I'd never let my kids do that. Well, sorry to burst your little bubble, but back in them days, that's what we did. Well, that's what our mums did. And aunties, and grandmothers, and fathers. It was all at it. So we'd go toddling off, and you'd dread it. You'd be five paces behind her. She would go into a shop. She'd look around. And then she'd say, come on, we're going now. We're going over to this part here. And you'd toddle off. And I think I was about nine at the time. Nine, maybe older, 11, 11, 12, 13. And you knew that when she said, come on, we're going to this shop now, or come on, we're going to that department. You knew that there was something had gone into that blue bag. And every time she said, we're going to go here, we're going to go there, you'd think, I just want to go home. I just want to go home. And eventually she, she would say, come on, we're going home. And we'd leave the shop. And you'd always worry thinking that somebody was behind you. Somebody was there watching. You was waiting for the, you know, the hand on the shoulder. Excuse me, come here, come here. Uh, excuse me, wait here a minute. Dreadful, dreadful. But she did it. And I'm telling you this story now because there's mothers and fathers out there. And people that are working you know, people that are actually working to provide for their families that can't afford to buy certain luxuries. So you've got to accept the fact that some people out there are trying to make money to better themselves. Some people are out there trying to feed their families. And I'm not condoning and I'm not, I'm not advertising the fact that what she did was great. But what I am trying to say is that's what she did. That's what my mother did. And on top of that, you know, she was a great, I mean, she was a great, she was a funny person, funny person. When she were drinking, she was even funnier. And you'd cringe or you'd laugh or you'd cry, depending on what mood she was in. But most of the time it was fun. But if she got cross, if ever she got cross, oh God, oh God, she did get cross. And she'd line us all up you know, Martin, Kathy, Teresa, Kevin, right, get up against that wall, or stand there, 
and she says something like, um, who has been eating the cereal? And you say, it wasn't me, it wasn't me. We'd all say it. Right, if you don't fucking tell me who did it, you're going to go through that fucking window right now. That's exactly what you would say. Language were foul, absolute foul. I'm going to break every fucking bone in your body. And I'm going to start with you. And it always was me, then Kathy, then Teresa, then Kevin. The oldest, the second oldest, the third, and then the baby. Kevin, he was the baby, mum's baby. Loved it, loved it. She loved it, she loved calling him the baby. We knew he was the baby. And that's just how it went. But she'd say, right, who has been, who's, who's fed the dog this morning? And you think you were doing the right thing. So you might say, oh, I did. Well, that's fucking clever, isn't it? That's clever because there's no more fucking dog food now. I'm going to have to go out again and you're coming with me. Get that blue bag. Oh, God, you, you, your heart would be in your mouth because you tried to do the right thing. You obviously done the wrong thing. And again, the blue bag and you and mum was on the march. But we loved her and I wouldn't change it any other way. Like I say, I'm living down in Devon now, one of the nicest parts of the world. And I can't not what she did. She made me the man that I am today. Proud of myself, proud of my sisters, proud of my brother. And I thank my mother for that. Because dad wasn't around. Absolute waste of time. Well, he wasn't a waste of time. I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say he was a waste of time. I think it was a waste of time him not being there in the fact that my mother did everything and she made us the people that we are today. Anyway, that's my little rant about my mother. Uh, take care. Have a good day. Oh, and listen in to, obviously, the other podcasts I've done. I'm learning. I'm getting better. I hope I am. I'd like to think I am. But please check out everything I've done so far on Podbean. And any comments at all, please leave them. I'll be happy to get back to you. Good or bad, don't be afraid because, like I say, all this is very new to me. I'm getting better and better. Material's easy because I've got so many stories. So many. I mean, these... I'm starting off now. I'm trying to paint a picture. The picture is me in Leeds with my mum, my dad, my nanny, and then I can go on from there. But anyway, listen, that's enough for me for today. Thank you so much for listening. All being well, I shall catch you all very, very soon. Take care of yourselves and thank you. Bye-bye.